If you're a fan of this podcast or a regular reader of our written editions, please consider supporting Evening Edition. Whether it's a one-time drop in our tip jar, a monthly recurring contribution, or even a sponsorship, every dollar helps us continue bringing you the biggest news stories each week. Plus, you can get some really cool Evening Edition swag, including buttons, stickers, and limited edition t-shirts. Click the Support Us button on our show page at muleradio.net or go to tugboatyards.com slash evening edition. Welcome to Evening Edition for Wednesday, August 21st. Here are some of today's headlines. An alleged chemical attack in Syria kills hundreds. The NSA can access at least 75% of all U.S. internet traffic. Bradley Manning is sentenced to 35 years in prison. A judge approves force-feeding California inmates who are on hunger strike. And Russian citizens panic over the strange behavior of local pigeons. In today's news, Syrian activists report that hundreds were killed in a chemical weapons attack carried out by government forces in a rebel-held area east of Damascus. Rockets carrying chemical agents reportedly struck three suburbs, and the dead included women and children. The alleged chemical weapons use was part of a larger government offensive against rebel-held areas. Photos and videos released from the area show scores of lifeless bodies laid out in rows awaiting burial. Others show some victims twitching uncontrollably, while still others are gasping for air. George Sabra, a representative of the Syrian National Coalition, one of the leading opposition groups, described the attack as, quote, a coup de grace that kills all hopes for a political solution in Syria, end quote. When it comes to revelations about the extent of the U.S. government's surveillance programs, the hits just keep coming. In the latest, the Wall Street Journal reports that the National Security Agency has access to up to 75% of all U.S. internet traffic, thanks to their partnerships with major telecom providers. That coverage is significantly greater than the government has previously acknowledged. The NSA's data filtering is focused on communications that either originate from or are sent abroad, along with any entirely foreign communications that may pass through U.S. servers. The NSA defended their approach, telling the journal that its mission is, quote, centered on defeating foreign adversaries who aim to harm the country. We defend the United States from such threats while fiercely working to protect the privacy of U.S. persons, end quote. Whistleblower Bradley Manning was sentenced today to 35 years in prison and dishonorably discharged from the United States Army for his role in providing thousands of pages of classified documents to WikiLeaks. With good behavior, Manning would be eligible for parole within seven years. Military prosecutors had called for a harsher 60-year term, and Manning faced a potential maximum of 90 years for his convictions. The American Civil Liberties Union condemned the sentence. Ben Wisner, an ACLU director, said, quote, When a soldier who shared information with the press and public is punished far more harshly than others who torture prisoners and kill civilians, something is seriously wrong with our justice system. End quote. More than 100 inmates in the California prison system have now been on hunger strike for seven weeks, and a federal judge has approved a request by the state to begin force-feeding some participants, even though some prisoners signed do not resuscitate orders. 
Prison officials argued that many inmates signed the orders under duress and potential coercion from other participating inmates, and those signatures should be disregarded. A U.S. District Court judge agreed. Some inmate advocates called the coercion claims exaggerations. Dr. Stephen Thorat, who oversees medical care for state prisons, said that if force-feeding is necessary for some inmates, it would most often be done intravenously. He said, quote, It doesn't evoke images of Guantanamo Bay or anything like that. It's actually a totally different setting, end quote. Inmates are protesting the extensive use of solitary confinement units, which both prisoners and advocacy groups, including Amnesty International, have described as inhumane. And finally, a growing number of Moscow residents have contacted city officials with concerns over the behavior of pigeons. Locals have nicknamed the birds zombie pigeons, thanks to their extreme lethargy and apparent fearlessness. One Moscow resident told a local radio station, quote, When a person walks past them, they used to fly away, but now they just sit there in a kind of funk and don't even pay attention to you. They're just not normal, end quote. Officials believe the behavior of these pecking dead, yes, that's what the local government is actually calling them, is the result of a nasty combination of an intestinal infection and other parasitic diseases. They assured citizens that the bird's behavior is harmless and that the infection cannot be transmitted to humans. Miranda Mulligan is Evening Edition's Editor-in-Chief. Our team of writers includes Julia Holloman, Ash Ponders, Philippe Mara Mendonza, and Celine Muzon. Go to muleradio.net for links to the stories from this episode, or read our editions from New York, San Francisco, London, and Paris at evening-edition.com. I'm Angela Kilduff. And I'm Tom Carmony. Our podcast is distributed by the Mule Radio Syndicate. Evening Edition is brought to you each weekday by Mule Design Studio. Thanks for joining us.